0: Welcome to the Sell or Die Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gittimer.
1: And I'm your host, Jen Gittimer.
0: Well, in this podcast, we're going to help you attract more qualified, unbelievable, ready-to-buy clients.
1: We're going to help you build loyal relationships. And the one thing you're hoping for, close more deals. Let's get into it. It's time to sell or die.
0: Welcome back, Die Hard. How the heck are you?
1: How's your hair, I, Jeffrey? Did you fix huh? your hair for the show?
0: And my Just... hair is all my hair is fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm I, uh, dire, If you're an underperforming salesperson or you're frustrated because you're always having to really work hard until the last day of the month and you're counting on that one guy to come in that never does, this is for you.
1: Yeah. In this episode, we're going to break down what separates the best and the worst salespeople in 2022.
0: And those elements have changed. Because the sales world has changed because of the last couple of years of society being kind of locked down and forced into almost hibernation. Uh, The salesperson has become a virtual nation. And what had been literally an add-on to your sales prowess is now imperative. Virtual and video are no longer nice options. They are the way you're going to be doing business for at least the next 20 years. So if you don't Ignore virtual, ignore video if you want to struggle for the next 20 years or pay attention to this lesson.
1: Okay. It sounds like that's like number one. So one of the things that the best salespeople are doing are figuring out how to use virtual and video within their sales
0: process. Right. And I'm going to give you an example. Salespeople wake up in the morning and they pee and shower and eat breakfast and head out the door.
1: Hold on. Salespeople, they're just like us.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What you need to do is schedule a 7.30, 7 o'clock, 6.30, 8 o'clock coffee meeting with one of your customers virtually. You can make a sales call before you leave the door. And it doesn't have to be a sales sales call. It can just be a shoot the shit sales call. How's it going? What's going on? What'd you do this weekend? How's the family? Where are you taking, where are you taking your vacation? What are you going to do then? How about them Phillies? And those are things that you need to do to build a friendship as part of the relationship. That's assertive selling in an, in literally in a nutshell, you want to take a relationship and turn it into a friendship. You're going to win. It's just that simple. And okay. I did it this morning. I did it this morning, Jen. And we've had the re- we've had this relationship with the guy that fixes our heat back in air conditioning. And we had a, a disagreement about who should pay for what, when something broke, the guy came over, saw clearly that he should have done it differently, figured out how to make amends. But in the meantime, we're talking about what our kids are doing. The last time he went, he lives in South Africa. Where did he go on his last trip home? He went to Cape Town and he went to Pretoria. He lives in <laughs>
1: South Africa now or you mean he's from there?
0: He's from South Africa.
1: Okay. okay,
0: <laughs> But he's been to Pretoria. Come on. I mean, that's like the, one of the coolest cities in the world. So we talked about that for a little while and we actually got a lot closer mm. as a result of it. And I gave him a referral for an informal partnership with a plumber.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
0: I mean, he was—he wasn't hugging me when we left, but he was—he shook my hand three times between the door and the elevator.
1: Wow, wow! He actually offered to come over, which is in my—that is my definition of a mensch. Yeah. He didn't try to like go back yeah. and well, forth on email or time whatever. Time. He right. offered to come over this morning. So that was pretty cool. Okay, so let's let's go back. Let's talk about some of the worst qualities, so that if if you're if you think you're doing okay or you're doing great, you need to ask yourself, are you doing these things? Because eventually they're going to hurt your sales.
0: You make a cold call to somebody and you go, hi, I'm Jeffrey from ABC manufacturing. Have you ever heard of us?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How about just cold calling in general? Hello? Hello?
0: Hello? (laughs) Click. (laughs) So cold calling in general, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Cold calling in general is like a forced process. And there are ways around that. There's many, many ways around it. Um, and the, the key is to connect with someone that already knows you. In sales, you know it's not who you know. In sales, it's who knows you.
1: Let's do a future episode on six things that you can do instead of cold call.
0: Okay. Uh, okay pee, out, pee out the window. That'll be more effective.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. Um, but in the meantime, let's go through this list of the worst things, like the things that you don't want to be doing. And then we'll talk about the things you want to be doing.
0: Right. One of the things that makes salespeople very uncomfortable is knowing when to close. Mm. That's like a, th- you know, will you close, when you, when you ask this question, and, no, that's not what you do. You go through the process and you assume that the person's going to buy And you make it a valuable transfer of information, not a boring slide presentation. And then the other person goes, well, how do I do this? Or they'll give you some kind of a a buying signal of what's your delivery time. That guy's in. So he has to literally talk his way out of it. So if you're a salesperson and you're looking for when to close, you're looking for the wrong thing.
1: And I I have been to a lot of sales trainings because I used to teach sales training at my company that I was at. They sent me to learn all these different methodologies, right? And it was so interesting to hear what was being taught because what was being taught is so wrong. It's like, okay, when you get to that moment and you'll know when you get to that moment, you do the pivot and you position yourselves ready to close. And it's like, what does that look like? Like, am I like all arms up in the air, like ready to close? Like...
0: Yeah. Your customer raises your hand and say, Can I can I say something? You go, sure. Uh, your flies are down. (laughs) So
1: I thought you were gonna say, can I say something? Yeah, sure. It's that time in my process now where I believe I'm supposed to close the
0: sale. Exactly.
1: That would be worse.
0: (laughs) So the the (laughs) challenge is. That's what's being taught.
1: So it's not it's unfair that there's such shitty material out there for people that, that that's what they're learning.
0: Yeah, it's not a presentation. It's a performance. And it is it is literally a conversation. And when you have the conversation, it's relaxed. And when you're relaxed, you can talk the truth. Yeah, And you can even yeah. say, look, I don't know if you need this or not. I want to make certain that you do need it so we can move forward. Otherwise, I'm not helping you the way I want to. Do not say, I don't want to waste your time. That is the biggest sales lie bullshit on the planet. What you're what you're saying is you don't want to waste your own time.
1: There's something we do every single day. We have this, a similar conversation every single day. And it's relatable to sales. When it's like around four or five o'clock, one of us will say to the other, and it varies, hey, what are you thinking about eating for dinner? Yeah. Okay. So the other person has assumed, hey, we're eating dinner together right? That's like an assumed close in itself and that we want to eat the same thing and go to the same place. It's not like, so do you want to have dinner with me? No, it's just assumed. It's like the sale in the conversation that you're with, with the customer, you're assuming they're going to buy. And then you ask when,
0: just before you say, what are you going to have for dinner? When you get together at the end of the day, you can use the three word lead in that is powerful. Hey, Jen, Hey, una, hey Jeffrey. Tell me about, and whatever you put next gives the other person an opportunity to vent, download, talk about, get it off their chest. So
1: give me an example. Let's do it.
0: Jen, tell me about that, that mastermind meeting you were in this afternoon. Oh, they, Jen, tell me they, 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 about that. They, 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 they. Tell me about that client <laughs> you talk to. Tell me about, or you can be just generic and say, just tell me about your day.
1: Well, that brings up a really great point because I think that Another thing that separates really good and not so good salespeople is their ability to ask good questions.
0: Right. And tell and, me about, tell mm-hmm. me about, is a classic. Yeah. Tell me about that certificate on the wall. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 I asked that to someone in a, zoom meeting the other day tell me about that art behind you right i didn't even realize that that i was using a a, a line so to speak i literally just wanted to know right and he went into this. oh my god i'm so glad you asked and like when is it this whole thing about how his mom painted it and it was like right whoa (laughs) it was the only art on the wall too
0: (laughs) but it was important enough like I was in a kid's office, a customer, and he was he was in the Secret Service before he went into the used furniture business. And he had pictures of him with all these presidents, because he was in the real Secret Service. One picture was on a wall by itself. And I said, you got a lot of pictures here. Why don't you tell me about this one? That was the one he treasured the most. That was the one where he did, he was actually in the line of duty where somebody scaled the fence or something happened. And that meant more to him than anything. So you have to be observant. And then ask the question. Yeah. That's part of assertive selling.
1: Oh, for sure. I think I think I'm just gonna go through some of these. Like some of the things that people are doing is you know, making cold calls, battling to set appointments, giving those marketing prepared presentations. Ooh, don't do that, please. Um, they usually suck. Overcoming um,
0: price objections. Yeah, yeah. When the customer yeah. objects to your price, there's a real easy answer. You haven't conveyed the value. Mm-hmm. A price objection is a symptom, not a problem. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest misunderstood thing. Well, you don't understand this guy buys price only. No, I do understand. He would buy non-price if he perceived a value. He obviously perceives value from nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some people are just cheap. You're right. They're just cheap until they realize there's more profit involved in their, in their process. Then they're, not, then they're more profit conscious.
1: So I would define a lot of those tactics, like battling price, overcoming objections, um, using your marketing presentation, like all of those things. I I would say that those are aggressive selling.
0: Correct. And let's talk about, oh. What happens is you, aggressive means when someone throws an objection at you, you immediately try to overcome it. You immediately try to lapse into some stupid ass, your price is too high. How high is it? Well, what do we need to do? Well, how can we work this out? Well, what's it going to take for me to get the sale? Let me call my boss. The guy's telling you, you have not proven your value yet. Therefore, your price is too high. Totally. You've not told me enough that says I want to buy no matter what the price is. You want to go to a rock concert? You want to go, you know, if you you want to go bad enough, seats are $300. $300? Well, they only cost 75 bucks. Right. It's $300. Take it or leave it. All right, I'll take it. And that's that depending upon the perceived value that determines whether the guys or the woman's going to move forward.
1: Totally versus this other concept that we've put together called assertive selling. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Okay. What is assertive selling to you, Jeffrey?
0: I walk into a sales call and the first thing I do is ask three or four questions. I don't say who I am. Well, let me tell you a little bit about our business. That guy doesn't care about your business. He's already Googled you and he didn't. He wouldn't let you in the door if you weren't okay.
1: So what you're doing is you walk into the sales call with the intention to first create a relationship that will yeah. lead
0: I want to engage to the other person emotionally. Yeah. If I'm going to sell somebody a house, which is going to be a half a million dollar deal, am I going to say, what's your budget? Do you have a mortgage? What's your, you know, what's your, or am I going to say, tell me about the bedroom you grew up in? What What is more engaging Emotionally than that.
1: Oh, nothing.
0: Correct. Nothing. And so, and I'm going to say, hey, I'm I'm pouring you a cup of coffee. What do you want in it? I think that there's an ability for a salesperson to dissect their own sales call by recording it. And anyone who comes to our certification program, I'm going to ask them to bring a recording of one of their sales presentations. Just let me hear what it's like. So, uh, if you go to uh, getemertaining.com/slash/certify, which will be in the notes somewhere. Yep. be able to find out if the certification program is for you. Um, I hope it is. Many people are coming. Um, I'd like you to be among them.
1: 100%. And if those dates don't work for you uh, for some reason or another, get on the wait list. So that we'll put that in the bottom too, so that you get notified when the next set opens up. But um, founding members are going to get a lot of extra stuff. So I highly recommend you come to our upcoming certification in October. I'm
0: so excited. Yeah, me too. This would be, I mean, literally, we put together a program on how I sell, how I sold in New York City, how I sell in Charlotte, how I sell around the world. Yeah. And it will not only enlighten you, it will encourage you to adopt a more gentle and much more powerful process in order to be able to create friendships and sales.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's all about assertive selling, which is the only way to sell
0: until next time. So um, Jen, we're way past our bedtime on this particular podcast.
1: <laughs> Until next time, I'm Jan Gittimer.
0: I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm going to say, get out there and assert yourself, even if your ass falls off.
1: Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to like, share. Yeah, share with both your friends. And subscribe to the podcast.
0: And remember, we have a free 22-day sales challenge. Just go to Gittimer.com saleschallenge challenge to start you on your way.